This episode of the Derek Diamond Experience is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash nerdcave. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. You're listening to the Nerd Cave Network. Derek, Derek, Derek. Diamond, Diamond, Diamond. Experience! What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 159 of the Derek Diamond Experience podcast. It is the evening of October 18th, 2017, and we have just wrapped up a film. Uh, We've just wrapped up Beast of the Ballpark, part two. Uh, If you haven't seen the original one, um, it was a uh, it was a little short film we kind of threw together last Halloween uh, here at the Blue Wahoos, I, I play a mild-mannered reporter named Eric Emerald who is writing a story about um, an old ballpark. Well, it turns out that not everything is as it seems at said ballpark. Uh, it leads to my character disappearing, and the sequel picks up right after the events of the first film. Um, we, like I said, we just wrapped up today. Um, we might technically do um, a couple of pickup shots, um, you know, sometime during the day tomorrow. Just some some small little things uh, to smooth out the transitions and everything uh, between uh, scenes and whatnot. So, for the most part, we're done. We're like ninety nine percent done with shooting. Got to do some voiceover work tomorrow, but. You know, going to really start cranking out the edit uh, tomorrow or today if you're listening to the audio version of this podcast. I've uh, got a couple of people joining. I think we've got five right now. Thank you all for joining. Um, Donna Diamond, a.k.a. my mother, asked, how was the haunted house? Haunted house wasn't too bad. Um, definitely not the scariest one I've been in, uh, which when we went through, it was kind of a, a rehearsal. It was like we were the, literally the first people that went through there. So we, um, we, we got to be the guinea pigs. Uh, I, I would still recommend doing it. I mean, there, there's some cool things. Um, I got chased by a clown, which was very scary. Uh, I got to go through and shoot a little bit of footage. Uh, so do, but definitely come check it out. Uh, it's done by uh, Pensacola Little Theater. It's basically set up. It, you start out in the groundskeeper shop and then go through uh, the first base tunnel. Let's see what we've got here. Uh, Brandon Rutledge, uh, who is a, a huge fan of the Nerd Cave Retro Show that I do with Jason Robbins, and uh, found out that he actually lives in my old stomping grounds of Jay, Florida. So thank you for joining, Brandon. Uh, Josh Gay has joined. Cindy Weatherford and Sarah Myers have joined. Luke said, I heard the director of photography and the sound operator were fantastic. Best in the biz. Jake, yeah, I heard that sound operator is good looking too. Director of photography isn't too bad himself. No, and the cool thing is, you know, I, I give major props to Luke because he's so good with, you know, baseball and sports. He even picked up the film aspect of production really well too. And Jake did a fantastic job. I put together a couple of scenes today and, uh, you know, the sound is great. So everyone really did a fantastic job. And, you know, I don't know everyone's acting experience between, you know, well, I know I definitely don't have a ton of acting experience between, you know, Jamie and Adam and Anna. Uh, 
everyone did great. I, I'm really excited for everybody to see this movie. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I, it's already, to me, much better than the first one. It's shot better, much better planned. Uh, I think the story is actually pretty good. We're looking at uh, possibly showing it um, maybe next weekend because, <clears throat> excuse me, because I'm going to be out of town uh, next week. Uh, Sarah and I are going on a cruise, which I'm very much looking forward to. Uh, much needed vacation, much needed break from here. It'll be nice to actually be kind of disconnected from everything and everyone. Uh, so it, it's, it's no offense to everybody, but you know, it's, it'll be nice to just be away from everything and just decompress. So we're hoping, uh, like I said, to have that done. Uh, Adam's going to be working on the special effects while I'm gone. And hopefully that will all be put together maybe by late next week. So um, I think that's really all I had to talk about with Beast of the Ballpark. Uh, let's see who we got here. Uh, Jim Hammond and Bill Lyons have joined. Thank you, guys. Uh, Jake says, missing Soul Bowl, unacceptable. I've worked quite a few Soul Bowls in my day. Uh, they are, I won't, what's the right way to describe it? They're an event amongst themselves. It's one of the crazier, more hectic events that we work during the year. Uh, now, I'll, I'll be, we'll be leaving uh, right as Soul Bowl is starting to wrap up. But unfortunately, we're going to miss the Unicorn Wranglers, uh, Unicorn Wranglers show that's also going to be that night. Uh, but hopefully they'll record it for me so I'll be able to watch it whenever we get back. Uh, let's see. Brandon Rutledge, what are your thoughts on the Shield reuniting? I'm a huge fan of it. You know, I, I love the Shield when they came into WWE a few years ago. I remember hearing about, you know, Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins on the indie circuit. And then when they came into NXT and Roman Reigns as well, he's actually from this area. So um, always kind of had a bit of a soft spot for him. I, I don't hate him like most everyone else does. I mean, I get the hate on him, but I think he's improved drastically in the ring. I think he tells a good story. Whether or not he deserves to be the top guy, I don't know because he he's a good upper mid-card guy, but as far as being the guy, I don't know that he's quite there yet. I, I don't think the Shield reuniting is going to last very long, but I think you know everyone should just enjoy it while it lasts. Because I expect that they'll probably break up again, I'd say, January, maybe around Royal Rumble. My actual prediction is that Dean Ambrose is going to turn on uh, Rollins and Reigns, a kind of a reversal of last time. And then Roman will just go off and he'll fight Brock Lesnar and beat him for the title at WrestleMania. And we'll see a Rollins-Ambrose feud, but with hopefully uh, Ambrose is a, a crazy psycho villain. Uh, let's see what else we've got here. Um, see if there's any more questions here. Um, da, 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 da. I don't know if I'm having an issue with refreshing or what it is. Uh, I know this happened last time. Uh, not seeing anything else quite yet. Uh, one thing I can talk about uh, while I wait on some more questions um, I did finish wrapping up uh, draft number three of my Parker Syndrome script, which I've explained on the show a few times. Uh, is a short film that I made back in uh, 2008. Next year will actually be the 10-year anniversary of the original. 
So I'm hoping to do a remake. And, um, you know, I kind of wanted to go back to that universe because I thought the story was pretty good and actually getting to make it a little bit darker and use different actors and everything, you know, it, it's, it, it would be a lot of fun. And it's something that, you know, like making a film like that is something that I've been wanting to do for a while. And hopefully early next year, I will uh, have the time to do it. I actually got quite a few more questions popped in. I'll come back to the Parker syndrome in a bit. There are rumors that Ambrose will turn on the shield around Royal Rumble and have a match against Rollins at WrestleMania. Yes. Uh, Luke Thompson, what's your favorite Starbucks drink? Um, well, I've got two. If I if I want a cold drink, it's, of course, the vanilla sweet cream cold brew. I do like the nitro, but I don't like the cup that it comes in. I know that sounds weird. <clears throat> Excuse me, but I don't like the fact that you can't close the lid or that you don't have a straw with a cold drink. You know, that's that kind of differentiates me or sways me away from that. Um, I'll get it, like, if I'm going to sit at Starbucks, I'll get the nitro, but if I'm taking it with me, then I prefer to get the cold brew. As far as a hot drink goes, it's just classic uh, Pike Place roast with a little bit of coconut milk. And, um, yeah, I, I'm not not too complicated when it comes to my coffee. Uh, Sarah Myers, you've been asked to make the next Star Wars trilogy. What's it about? That is a great question. Because um, I was actually talking about this the other day. I think, and this is my theory on uh, Snoke, who was revealed to be the villain or the leader of the First Order in The Force Awakens. I think Snoke will be revealed to be an ancient Sith Lord that has been in stasis for thousands of years and has somehow been revived. And we're going to basically get, at least in my opinion, what we should do so after episode nine, we will get a trilogy of Old Republic films that show the uh, foundation of the Jedi and the Sith. And we will see Snoke in his heyday. And seeing a young Yoda would be pretty cool. Uh, let's see. Bill, Rock Defenders finally. Man, four out of ten. Seen yet? Looking forward to anything Marvel. I have not watched all of the Defenders yet. I've watched the first episode, but I haven't gone back and finished it. Um, I did finally watch Luke Cage a few months ago. Tried to get into Iron Fist. Uh, couldn't really get into it. Like the first episode just didn't really do anything for me. I'm really excited for uh, the Punisher series. I think that's going to be really good. I love John Bernthal as the Punisher in season two of Daredevil. Uh, Jessica Jones, I know it wasn't the most popular show, but I actually really liked it. I love David Tennant as Kilgrave. I know that he more than likely will not be back. Don't want to really spoil anything too much for people who haven't seen it yet. But um, like Jessica Jones, uh, of course, I'm looking forward to Infinity War. I'm I'm curious to see where the, the climax of this decade of a film universe is going to lead. Uh, as far as like the, the individual Marvel movies, I think Thor is going to be a lot of fun. And of course, you know, Guardians 3, whenever it may come out, I'll definitely look forward to that. Luke, what sauce do you use with a Chick-fil-A sandwich, Chick-fil-A sauce, uh, or buffalo if I'm feeling spicy? Oh, black or brown shoes with a blue suit? Um, I would hope that Chris James would be watching this because I'm going to say black shoes with blue suit. 
Uh, let's see, Brandon Rutledge, what would you say is the golden rule of podcasting? Well, I was kind of, uh, I kind of broke this today and I do apologize for that, but it's consistency, you know, and that was, that's something that I've preached ever since we started the Nerd Cave podcast almost five years ago. Jesus, that's, that's crazy to think about. Um, but yeah, I think consistency is the key. You know, I recently made the announcement that I had to move this show to bi-weekly. Now, granted, my schedule fought me a little bit today, but I still made it happen. Uh, because, you know, with the lack of consistency with getting guests and just time with outside projects and stuff, you know, I decided to move it to bi-weekly. And I, th I don't think there's anything wrong with doing a bi-weekly show if that's what works best for your schedule and you can stick to it. So I think consistency is the number one rule of podcasting or a golden rule. Uh, Cindy Weatherford, your thoughts on the pumpkin spice fascination. I've never been a huge pumpkin spice fan. I do like pumpkin flavored things, but I, I think the pumpkin spice latte is okay. It's not anything I'm going to get on a regular basis. Now, what I'm really excited for, and Luke will agree with me on this, is the peppermint hot chocolate from Starbucks. I love the mint drinks. I love the holiday drinks, you know, the winter type drinks. And that goes with coffee. That goes with beer. I love winter flavored things. Uh, so peppermint mocha and peppermint hot chocolate are two of my favorite Starbucks drinks. Uh, Jim Hammond, how do you cure hiccups? Uh, the thing that has always worked for me is when people scare me because I'm fairly easily scared and nine times out of 10, that works. Uh, Luke. Best hot chocolate. Oh, Starbucks. Easily. Let's see. Uh, Luke says, can't wait for the peppermint mocha. I can't wait either. As soon as I find out that it's been released, Luke, we got to go get one. Uh, Brandon Rutledge, favorite restaurant in downtown Pensacola. Um, those, there's, there's some good ones. You know, Tin Cow is solid. Uh, if you just want to go for like a casual lunch or a casual dinner, I think Tin Cow is great. Uh, if you want to, if you want to take a take somebody out on a date, or you want to do like a fancy dinner, love the global uh, global grill. Excuse me, not global grill, global grill. Uh, love the tapas. I love the tapa style. Um, Iron was pretty good too. We we went um, we went several months ago to Iron. That was really good too. But I, I would put global grill. I think just a little bit above uh, Iron, but they're both very good. Let's see. Uh, Bill says store is going to start getting slash already have gotten winter Christmas beers. I, I'm definitely going to uh, partake in that, Mr. Lyons. Uh, Jim Hammond, Rodizio's. I forgot about Rodizio's. Yeah, Rodizio's is probably my number one um, when it comes to like going out for a more fancy style. But you got to go hungry. You got to go hungry to go to Rodizio because they give you a lot of food. And anybody here who knows uh, who knows Adam Waldron, uh, ask him about grilled pineapple. Tell him that I asked you to tell, or that I ask about grilled pineapple. Uh, Jacob Hall asked, when ordering tacos from Nomadic Eats, how many tacos are appropriate? Five or six? I would say six because you can't have too many Nomadic Eats tacos. I, I wish Nomadic Eats was a sponsor of this podcast because I would plug their stuff relentlessly. Um, I love Nomadic Eats. I remember when they first opened, they had their small little food truck, and we would drive by it all the time. And I'm like, one day I'm going to try that. And one day we did because we didn't have a lot of time for lunch. I uh, just walked right across the street, 
and um, you know, and the rest is history. I, I could eat nomadic. I, I want to do one day. I want to do uh, like a supersize me type challenge where I have nothing but nomadic uh, for lunch and maybe dinner every single day for 30 days. I think that would be a pretty fantastic documentary myself. Uh, let's see. Uh, Brandon Rutledge, who is better looking, you or Jason Robbins? I don't know if that's necessarily a fair question to ask. I I'll say it depends on your taste. I definitely think Jason's got the better podcasting voice. He's got that deep, almost Barry White type voice, whereas I sometimes have to struggle to sound somewhat interesting. Uh, Bill, have you seen the Spielberg doc? About to dive into it. Looks awesome. Look into an era of film. I have not. I actually didn't know there was a Steven Spielberg documentary. I'll definitely check it out. Spielberg, to me, is one of, if not the greatest filmmaker of all time. He's definitely in the top three. Not just because of his live action, but because of his love of animation. He produced things, you know, like Tiny Toons. Uh, a lot of great cartoons in the 90s were because of Steven Spielberg. His contributions to Hollywood are just absolutely amazing. And that's a guy like, you know, me interviewing him would probably be an unrealistic goal. But even just to meet him would be awesome. Because he, he's such a great influence. He's one of, you know, if I had to list filmmakers who would be my influence, he would be one. And then Kevin Smith would be the other one. Uh, let's see. Uh, Luke, when getting petite vanilla bean scones from Starbucks, what is the perfect amount? Uh, it's, it's three. Three petite vanilla bean scones. Because one obviously isn't going to do anything. Two, eh. Four is just too much. You feel like you've just eaten like an entire loaf of bread. But three is the perfect amount. Fills you up for a few hours, and they go great with the Pike Place roast. So it's easily three. Get three petite vanilla bean scones, or as I call it, the Luke Thompson special. See, Bill, HBO, got you on go if you need. I actually do have HBO. I, I will definitely uh, look into that, Bill. Let's see. Uh, Bill, tingle my focus ring when you say Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith, Kevin Smith, Kevin Smith, Kevin Smith, Kevin Smith. Uh, Kevin Smith is great. I, I had the pleasure of briefly meeting him uh, back a few years ago when me, Zach, and Robbie went to a Q&A of his in Orlando, and it was awesome. I, I could hear, I could listen to that guy talk all day. Let's see, Sarah, are you excited about Stranger Things? Absolutely. I, I loved Stranger Things. It was a great throwback to the 80s. Um, I, the 80s is my favorite era, especially of film. Music, I kind of flip back and forth between that and the 90s. I think 90s had a little bit better television, but when it comes to film and just an iconic time, it's the 80s easily. So I, I love that it was such a throwback. Like you could really believe that it was made in like 1984 or 1985. And I thought it was a great story. It reminded me of a combination of the Goonies. And so many other great 80s movies, you know, like E.T., uh, so many other ones. And I can't wait for season two. I think it's going to be just as good and hopefully even better. Let's see. Jake, are you ever going to see the movie It? Absolutely not. Um, I was actually, as I mentioned uh, at the top of the, the Facebook Live, I was chased by a clown during the haunted house tonight. So, uh, yeah. 
not going to be seeing it anytime soon, if at all. Uh, Sarah Myers, who are you excited about meeting at the Heroes and Villains Fan Fest in November? Well, there are two people. One is Manu Bennett, because he played an amazing Deathstroke in seasons one and two of Arrow, and he recently came back for the new season and the end of season five. Uh, the other is Emily Bett Rickards, who plays Felicity Smoke, because uh, her character is amazing. Um, a lot of people don't like Felicity, but I think she is the perfect yin to Oliver Queen's yang. And uh, yeah, so th those would be my two. Well, and Stephen Emil again, of course. I, I think uh, I think we got to do a photo op with him. Uh, Brandon Rutledge, what are your thoughts on Dragon Ball Fighter Z? Uh, are you talking about a video game or are you talking about the cartoon? Because I haven't played too many of the video games. I do like the Dragon Ball Z cartoon. Like it's not an all-time favorite of mine. I actually didn't watch it for the first time until they came out on DVD. And um, yeah, I, I like Dragon Ball Z. I, I'm a fan of Vegeta and uh, Piccolo. But I think as far as the best villain is either Season 1 Vegeta or Cell. I think would be, uh, I think I would be, uh, then that would be good. Uh, let's see, any other questions? Emil, he he. Oh, the new video game that is coming out next spring. Uh, I really don't know much about it. Uh, I will admit I don't follow video games as much as I should. That being said, I am very excited to get Super Mario Odyssey when it comes uh, out on the Switch, which will be the day that I get back from my cruise. So, yeah, I will be playing a lot of that. Uh, before I forget, uh, let me do a quick sponsor read real quick. For you, the listeners of the Derek Diamond Experience podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download and free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. Um, I've mentioned this on Nerd Cave Retro the last couple of weeks. I'm really starting to get back into Star Wars mode. Uh, I downloaded the new Leia book, uh, which is written by Claudia Gray, who will be at Pensacon this year. She also wrote Star Wars Bloodline, which is, a, which is another high recommendation from me. Um, also downloaded Star Wars Phasma about Captain Phasma, who was introduced in The Force Awakens. That deals with her backstory. And I've pre-ordered The Legends of Luke Skywalker to hopefully shed some light on what he's been doing between Jedi and Force Awakens. Because every book I listen to it's always, oh, Luke's off doing Jedi things. So it'll be nice to read, you know, about what he's been up to. But Audible's a great service. You know, you've got um, books that range from mystery to uh, autobiographies. If you're a gamer, they have the books from Halo, Gears of War, Mass Effect, fiction, nonfiction, any type of book you want, Audible has. And if you're always on the go like I am, Audible is a great service to have. So you can continue to read books, even if you have, you know, like a 10, 15 minute drive to and from work. That's, you know, half an hour of a book that you can listen to that you wouldn't have before. But to do that, go to audibletrial.com slash nerdcave. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash nerdcave for your free audiobook download and 30 day free trial. Uh, Luke Thompson, what is a sport you would be interested in taking up? Um... I will say, ever since I interviewed Jake Plummer a couple of years ago, I've been wanting to try handball. Uh, it seems like a sport that I would be sucking wind within about 30 seconds. 
I know you've been getting into tennis. I've tried tennis. I don't have the speed or the coordination for it. Uh, but I think handball would be one that, that I think I could probably end up enjoying and doing. Um, if you count swimming as a sport, I would, I've been wanting to get back into swimming for a bit. Um, just because I, I've kind of been on this kick where I've been, I've been trying to get in better shape, getting back into running on a semi-regular basis. I've uh, been going to the gym every other day, started doing yoga again last week. So just, you know, cause I, I let myself really get out of shape during baseball season because the hours are so long. You don't feel like working out. You want to go home. You want to rest until you, know, you absolutely have to get up. And of course, you know, there's not a lot of time. So you got to stop by a McDonald's or the fast food place of your choice. And it wears on you. And that's something that I've honestly learned as I've gotten older is that the eating better is just as important as the exercise because you can exercise all you want, but if you still eat like crap, one, it's not going to make a difference. And two, you're going to feel bad. Even now when I eat fast food, like if I get like Whataburger or something like that, I, I feel like crap. So I, I try to eat relatively healthy. Um, I think since the end of baseball season, I've lost close to 10 pounds. So um, still not exactly where I want to be, but definitely getting there. Definitely on the right path. Uh, Jacob Hall says handball is a great sport. Bill, let's get into kickball. Kickball is a good one. Kick, I did love kickball as a kid. Luke, Apple Watch or the new Fitbit Ionic? I, I'm really thinking about switching over to the Apple Watch. I'm not going to lie. I, I need to read a little bit more about the new Fitbit, but the more I keep thinking about it, it seems like everything that I can do with the Fitbit, I can do with the Apple Watch, and it links better with the iPhone. So who knows? Right now I'm leaning more towards making the switch. Uh, let's see. Brandon Rutledge, what equipment do you use to record podcasts and programs? Um, it depends on how I'm doing the podcast. If it's in person, then I use my Zoom H6 recorder. Um, it has... It has up to four XLR outputs, but you can get an adapter to add two more. So you can have up to five guests, including your, you know, yourself as the host. Um, I use uh, I use a combination of Audition and Adobe Premiere to edit the podcast. If I'm doing a podcast over Skype, I have this software called MP3 Skype Recorder that you link to Skype. So whenever you launch a call you can hit the record button and it, it basically records the whole thing. Uh, so yeah, that, that's what I use, you know, for in-person and, uh, on the internet podcasting. Let's see. Jake says Apple watch. Uh, let's see, Bill, try and cook more norm meal prep, but I found the more I cook and control what I consume, the trimmer and better. I feel just need to run a couple of blocks. Uh, that's actually, that that's, that's true. You know, uh, cooking, Plus, cooking is a great way also to pass the time, you know, and you kind of feel like you're solving a puzzle in a way uh, by putting all these things together and creating things and, you know, following recipes and everything. Um, it's something that I know I need to get better at. I, I don't think I'm a terrible cook. You know, maybe Sarah can vouch for me on that, but um, I, I don't think I'm a bad cook. I, it's something that I enjoy doing. I know it's something that we enjoy doing together. So I, I do agree with that, Bill. I think, you know, definitely, definitely cooking more. 
uh, it's just, you know, with work, sometimes it, it's tough when you get home, like, you know, I'm recording this here at the stadium, I'm going to have to stop and, you know, get something for dinner, I'll get home probably around 1115 1130 tonight, which is not a bad thing, because I, I, I really do. I really do enjoy doing these Facebook lives. And, you know, a small part of me had thought about not doing it, because now I've got to come back here uh, at 730 in the morning to uh edit Beast of the Ballpark and try and get as much of it done before I have to go on my cruise. But, you know, I, like I said, I enjoy doing these because, you know, it, I love, I, I've noticed that this is interesting because I found myself over the last week or so, I've actually started to somewhat enjoy socializing with people. And I don't know if people like can tell a difference in that because, this is a little bit of a personal thing about myself, but I've always kind of felt like I have to really go out of my way for people you know, to talk to me or try and start a conversation, or it felt like it was an impossible thing to do. But I don't know if it's just because a, a switch finally went off in my head, but now it doesn't really seem like a problem. Let's see, Luke says, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, Luke says, I'll be the judge of that cooking competition. I'll judge. I mean, that could be a, a Derek Diamond Experience uh, live version. You know, do a, do a cooking competition. Then Bill says, and you get to put your name into dishes, i.e. Bill and Broccoli or Bill Ritos. I like that. Uh, Brandon Rutledge, need to call it a night. Had so much fun. Looking forward to listening to this at work tomorrow. Thank you for, uh, for stopping by, Brandon. It was great. And thank you again for your support with this show uh, as well as Nerd Cave Retro which you can check out Nerd Cave Retro to do a, a quick little plug. You can check those episodes out every Monday on all podcasting platforms, iTunes, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, all those fun shows. Myself and my co-host Jason Robbins, we talk about retro gaming. Uh, this month we're actually doing horror-themed games for Halloween. This past Monday I reviewed Super Castlevania Four for the Super Nintendo this Monday, Jason will be reviewing The Seventh Guest, which is a PC game, our actual, our actual first uh, PC review. And then the last Monday of the month, the, I think it's the day before or two days before Halloween, we, um, we reviewed a movie. Uh, and you'll have to, to tune in to find out what movie that is. Let's see. Jake, I miss you, dear. Like, I haven't seen you in forever, Jake. I know you're, you're always working at Walmart or you're at school. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll, need to, we'll need to hang out soon. We'll definitely all need to hang out soon. Uh, but is there any more questions that anybody has? Because uh, I, I, it is getting late. And again, I do apologize for uh, starting a bit later than I would have liked. Um, I'll say again, for those who weren't here at the beginning, uh, we wrapped up Beast of the Ballpark 2 tonight, uh, and hopefully that will be put together by next Friday or Saturday. Uh, it'll probably be that Saturday, if I had to guess. We'll release it on our YouTube channel as well as uh, our Facebook page, the Blue Wahoos Facebook page. We'll release that. So um, it, it's it was a lot of fun. You know, it it, it was a lot of hours. I, um, it, it's been a lot of hours, uh, but I, I'm, I had a lot of fun, you know, it was great kind of bringing everybody who was involved in, you know, the sports side of production and kind of introducing them or refreshing them into the film side of things. Because I was telling Luke this the other day, 
you know, those who are in production, it's great to learn all sides of it from sports to film to television, all of it. You know, it, it's all similar, but all very different in their own way. Uh, Bill, left side or right side of the bed? If you're looking at the bed, then it's the right side. If you're laying on the bed, it would be the left side. So I guess you'd call it stage left or bed left to use a uh, to use a production term. Uh, but really, you know, I, I can sleep on any side of the bed. Let's see, Bill, my man. Yep. Um, I, like I said, I can really sleep anywhere. But it, it's for me, it's the I've been assigned to the uh, the bed left, if you will. Not that that's a bad thing. All right. Any more questions, guys? Uh, I'll, I'll answer. I'll stay on for another. Or I'm at 35 or 34 minutes and 37 seconds right now. So I'll answer. Um, I'll answer a couple more, and then we'll uh, and then I'll get out of here. Uh, I guess to to do some uh, some more plugs. Um, I will be uh, having my first guest on the Derek Diamond Experience for the first time in a while. I think in like two or three months, I think. Um, tomorrow, I'll actually be interviewing uh, a former pro wrestler named Joey Image, who has actually been on the Nerd Cave Retro Show before. I've been trying to get him on for a while. He had back surgery not too long ago, so he's, I think, just now feeling good enough to where he can... He can really do stuff, so uh, we'll be talking uh, his career in wrestling, pro wrestling in general. He's also a big gamer and does his own podcast, so we'll be talking about that too. Uh, that episode will actually be available. Uh, let me look at the date real quick. Uh, it will be out Thursday, November 2nd. And like I said, um, I'm hoping that if the guests can pick up <clears throat> and be more consistent, <clears throat> excuse me, If they can be more consistent, then um, maybe around January or to kick off the year, I can go back to a weekly format. But, you know, we'll just have to see. I think, um, you know, only time will tell. Uh, let's see. Uh, Cindy, are y'all taking costumes for a Halloween party on your cruise? If so, what costumes? That's a great question. Um I know I could definitely dress up as a tourist because of all the Hawaiian shirts that I have. Uh, as far as actual costumes go, uh, no, we'll actually need to uh, we'll need to talk about that. Uh, but no, that would be a good idea. But guys, I think uh, I think I'm going to wrap up here. Uh, I've got to shut everything down, lock up the press box, and then uh, get out of here because it's very dark out there and very creepy. I do not like the stadium when all the lights are off. Uh, Jake, Hawaiian shirts are not a bad thing. Absolutely not. They are absolutely comfortable. Uh, but guys, if you want to follow the show on social media, on Facebook, go to facebook.com slash ddiamondpodcast. Follow me on Twitter at ddiamondpodcast as well as on Instagram at the same handle. My personal Twitter page is at Derek underscore diamond. Uh, episodes are available every other Thursday on all podcasting platforms, including iTunes, Stitcher Radio, iHeartRadio, Google Play, and various other platforms. If you really want to help out the show, go on to iTunes and leave a review. I would love any type of written review because I haven't gotten one, I think, in two years or maybe one year. 
but anything helps. You know, higher ratings mean I move up in the rankings and become more accessible and more visible to listeners who might want to listen to the show. Listening to a Nerd Cave Network production.